Madeira is one of the hottest housing markets in the city. Here's the reason why you want to be there. Josh, thank you for coming. It's my, my first podcast. I, mean, eight, I yeah. listen to them all the time. It's you know, yeah, finally hey, We actually one. don't this record is... this. This is just a way to get you oh, in here okay. so we can talk a little bit about this okay. stuff. No, no, we appreciate having Josh over here. If you guys don't know Josh Blatt, he is the president, or what would be your title at John Henry Holmes? President, brother. co-founder. Yeah, the man. The man. The man I, over no, John, there. I, yeah. I don't, John's the man. I'm, John's the I'm, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Obviously. John's his brother. Uh, you guys have been in business for a so, long time. We just finished up our 25th year. We started in 1993. Man, yeah. And you were 14 years old. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. It does not seem like it's been that long. It's pretty been crazy. a lot of fun. Yeah. We've had a great time, yeah. and uh, it's pre- it's pretty incredible. It I, is. I think when we look back and start looking through some of the pictures of the years that we've been building yeah. and some of the stuff we've done, it's uh, it's been a pretty amazing ride. Well, not to go down this path, but you guys did one of the uh, the twenty four hour houses um, with um, what was the guy's name? Extreme House Ty, Home yeah, Makeover. Ty, Ty, Ty Pennington, Ty who's Pennington, now guaranteed, yeah. all over guaranteed rate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did that in. Uh, 2006, we built a house cool, yeah. in uh, four days. Four, da- four days. You can actually it. still see it. It's on our YouTube channel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, we when we did it. We had the worst. True story. We had the worst weather conditions in the show's history. Oh my God. When we were right. done, we came back the next day. We're picking up some tools and stuff, and their entire crew is still. They're, they're all sitting around. They're just like we're like, why are you guys here? Don't you have another show to go yeah. to? Like. Yeah, we were pretty sure you guys weren't going to be done, so they uh, booked the other crew. We're just stuck here for a week. Oh my! They had to stick around. They stuck because they they literally moved a different crew in, um, to the other show. I saw those photos. Those are pretty impressive. And I think yeah. back in the day, that was when you were working. Becky, our operations manager, has been working with you guys forever. So we've kind of been admiring from afar for a long, long time. Yeah, guys, yeah Becky you know? was there. I think Drew, you, you, I think, I think he, Drew, Drew was out uh-huh. there. Drew is um, our our videographer over here, the guy that makes see. us look all pretty and and, and good on here. The so man behind the man okay. behind the camera. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was a quite an experience. Sometimes I look fun. at the pictures yeah. of there's a picture of our plumber outside the house, uh-huh. their whole crew in the mud, and the, you know the, the mud was seriously they're all like this deep in mud. Incredible. And that was probably one of the best spots to be standing outside of the house. Are you kidding me? Because it was, it was it, just a, it, just it was miserable. sog everywhere. You yeah. couldn't do anything. Oh my so. god, yeah. Well, now you guys build houses in like ten days, right? Ten or twelve. Ten, yeah. ten, ten days. I mean, yeah. you know. The Plus problem is months. everybody comes in once in, uh, once in, one in a four day house. It's it's the truth. We'd yeah. sell a heck of a lot more houses if we could if we could turn them over pretty quickly. If we could build like a house that. in four days again, that would be incredible. It'd be pretty pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, maybe we just need a sponsor by CBS or NBC or whoever it was to get uh, all, a, all those a, manufacturers. A, ABC, in there right they're there, so, right? Uh, yeah, sorry, so. but okay. Um, so we're here to talk actually about Madeira. You're, you guys are the we were just talking about the number one builder in Madeira builder because Madeira. you guys have the most lots, the most opportunities. Uh, you guys have been doing a great job. We've been had that privilege of working with you guys over the past couple of years to come in that market. And it's been a lot of fun. And so, likewise, working with you guys, well, thank you, it's thank been you. a really good uh, partnership between the two of us. Yeah, we've been having a, a good time over there and just building. And the products changed, and you've you've developed it just specifically for Madeira, which is really cool. And we, the reason we're doing this today is not just for you guys to hear us talk, but it's to share some good insight into Madeira and what's going on over there because it's changed since you got in three or four years ago. It's changed dramatically, um, just from a stance of the comprehensive plan, the zoning, and I say dramatically. Any change is big and it impacts you guys as a builder. So that's kind of the reason we're here more than anything else is just to kind of share some insight into what's going on. So you guys started off obviously with one opportunity back what was it three years ago, it's four years ago? Three three or four years three ago. Three or four years ago. Yep. And now have about ten to twelve. Um and with four houses going on right now, yep. I think, I believe. So it's been it's been great. And you have the treetop subdivision of course. So I guess the first thing I want to kinda of hit on is how active do you see the Madeira market right now compared to everything else you're seeing? So first of all we love the Madeira market mm-hmm. and I think you're seeing this across the city that 
it's not just markets like Madeira, but you're seeing these infill neighborhoods with uh, that have a, some sort of a downtown. Mm-hmm. They've got a great school district. Um, they're somewhat accessible to uh, the highway and, sure. s- and mm-hmm. convenient to downtown. We're seeing that people really want to be closer into town. Absolutely. Um, so that's why we like Madeira, and Madeira has been very active. It's, uh, it's obviously incredible. got it's got an incredible school district. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, yeah, it's a great community. It's got the walkability. It's got it's got pretty much everything. It's, if you design a community, you'd almost design it just like Madeira, yeah. right? So, by yeah. the way, an interesting thing I learned, which I did not know about yeah. Madeira until recently, it's one square mile. Oh, interesting. It's it is literally the it is one square mile. And there is a, a ton of housing stock in Madeira a, compared to anywhere else. If you yeah. go to Montgomery, I mean, you look at the obviously Madeira's all these Cape Cods and these smaller lots. You jump over to Montgomery where it's average of eighty to one hundred foot. Yeah. So the housing stock, as far as being concentrated, is is large. That's why there's so much differentiation it, it, between it, product. It, but I know? think that's part of the appeal to Madeira because it's one square mile because it's compact. Sure, it's very walkable. I mean, anytime you drive, I mean, it amazes me. Anytime I drive through there, even in the wintertime, there's always people out walking. There's people running. There's people pushing strollers. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's it's young people. It's old people. It's it's a very mixed group. It is, um, and it's just it's got a great feel to it. And then throughout the year, they've got all the great uh, programs that they do. They've got the street fair. They got the farmers market. They've mm-hmm. got a summer concert. They've sure. got the uh, bike race that goes through there. I mean, it's a school auction that's they, coming they, up they this week. Yeah, you're, you're sponsoring, of course. Like I throw that little nugget in there. Yeah. But no, you're, that's which which is they do everything. I mean, the sense of community is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And just with that, and, and it's. I think I remember the first time, the first lot I think we had, or one of the first few lots was on Jeweler. This was going back five or six years ago when we just started dabbling in Madeira to see what was going on. And Buckhead was yeah. there doing a whole lot of business. And they, and Buckhead, hey, they, they've done a, a ton of homes over that way. And people, so people love some of their product. That product looks great. They've done a good job. But we were over there and we did this one on Jeweler. And I remember they have an Easter egg hunt down there. And one day we came over there and it was maybe the weekend before or after Easter. Uh, and there was kids everywhere. Yeah. You're walking down the street. It was hundreds, if not thousands, of people walking around. Which was so when we pulled up, we're like, "This is the kind of place we want to be in." Yeah. Which was pretty cool. So I think that's that's the big thing. And I actually pulled some numbers up, not to change too much and, and get off gear a little bit. But the the craziest part about this is for a teardown neighborhood, which infill teardowns. Unfortunately, there's no land there, right. so we're we have to buy houses. And we'll get into the teardowns in just a second because there's a lot that goes right. into that, lot, especially perception wise, right? Um, but if you look at it from 2018. There was 21 sales of just brand new homes over there, and then you come in. 19 was a little slower because it's getting harder to right. find these lots. Cost is going up a little bit. Um, there was 15 sales, and then currently this year started off really strong with already one sale and six pending right now. So if you, it looks like we're back into 2018 numbers right. almost to some degree, which is fantastic. So it's been strong, and the reasons being most likely what you said, obviously yeah. walkability, proximity to downtown, um, just the general sense of community, yeah. which is really. I, cool. I mean, I think if you look around, we've seen a tremendous demand from people who want to be in Madeira. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some people, it's pushing a price point for them. Sure is. Uh, mm-hmm. And what you're seeing, and you're talking about the housing stock, so it's, the price point is pushed up for the teardowns. Mm-hmm. And it's almost reaching a point where they're too expensive to um, they are. To, to tear down. I mean, it's you know a lot of these houses are really obsolete. They're not functional and they're beyond repair, but they're pushing a price point that you just, you can't make the numbers work where you can offer a house that's affordable for yes. you know affordable for Madeira. Well, let's talk about that for a second because I know obviously teardown sometimes is a bad word which in reality it just it's it's the evolution of a home. Not all homes are meant to be 
be up for 100, 200 years, especially I think it was the, a lot of, I'm going to probably butcher this history, but, you know, World War II, you know, people come back, they have to build all these Cape Cod homes and they're building them up very, very fast. And unfortunately, they're just a little bit smaller and the functionality isn't ideal. Now you can still add on and do that sort of thing. But what, you made a good comment before we started about a lot of these houses that you've gone through, they're just beyond repair. It just, it, it, it's so, not feasible. Right. So, the, you know, this, it's all 1950s housing stock mm-hmm. and post-war, it was put together very quickly. Mm-hmm. Most of these plans are just functionally obsolete. They're not, they don't represent the way you want to live. They have low ceilings. The mm-hmm. basements are, you can't finish the basements. The height in the basements uh, are, you know, it's, it's low height in the basement. The basements are moist. Yes. So if you want to add space, if you want to put a finished basement, which is one of the most popular options in a house right mm-hmm. now, you can't do it in these yeah. houses. Yeah. Uh, the ba- They usually have one bathroom, maybe one and a half. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to add another bathroom to it, it's, it's tight. So it's really, mm-hmm. really difficult for a family sure to is. move into one of these and, and live in them. Especially, uh, you know, more than a, one or two kids. It's just they're very, very tight as far as living space. And then yeah. the garages are another issue. And, and the lots are already tight. So you can't cram. Adding on is, is a difficulty as well. Adding up yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I mean, some people are doing a great job renovating some of the Cape Cods, but typically they're not in the shape that the ones you yeah, buy. So the ones we've bought, the amazing thing is, so uh, last summer my daughter was going to stay in, in town for the summer. She's uh, out of college, and sure. she went to live by herself. And I'm like, hey, we got all these houses that we are going to tear down. Yeah. Well, uh, we can put you in one of these. And we started to walk through them, and I'm like, there is not one of these houses I would let yes. her live in. They all had leaks, mold, and the big thing is the ones we've torn down have been not just functionally obsolete, they haven't been maintained, mm-hmm. and they've really been beyond the point of repair. I mean, mm-hmm. they've really, you know, it's sad in some cases, um, these have been houses that the same person's lived in. Unfortunately, uh, we've seen situations where they either passed away or they've gone to a, a nursing home, mm-hmm. and there's been a point where all maintenance was just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some of these houses, I mean... The condition in these things is, is, is really sometimes it's difficult that you don't even want to walk through them, that we don't want our— uh, We've had a few experiences uh, yeah, like where that we, where it's we, dangerous. Where we don't let our employees go into them. Like, we go in, we get the water shut off, which we have to, mm-hmm. um, and then we lock the house and go back out till demo because they're just not safe to be in. And we should also say we, we go through probably—for every one you buy, there's probably one or two that you don't because either the price point is off, the house is in too good a shape, um, and or there's just situations where maybe it's better suited for a remodel. So by all, no means do we buy you buy every— property you go through and saying i'm going to tear this guy down and, and, you look and, at what's best for it you to, know? Your, to your point mm-hmm. a good house that can be remodeled mm-hmm. is going to command a higher price Correct. which is going to be too expensive to tear down yes. so the condition of the house really dictates it's one the one and the people who are calling us to buy a house they know that their house is functionally obsolete they mm-hmm. know it's beyond they like the fact that there's no inspection from us yes because yes. uh they know that their house is not going to survive an, an inspection and the quick close i mean you turn that over very very fast so right. i mean if somebody wants to close in a week or two weeks you guys can move on it very fast which right. is i think one of the reasons why people call you guys yeah. um it just makes it it makes it easy for everybody and you don't have to get too many people involved your due diligence is quick so that's right. really nice it's not to make it commercial for no for, i mean for it's, sell to you guys it's, a, it's, it it, it, it's a great deal for the people yeah. who uh sell our houses yeah. to us we make it really you do, you do, and you're and you're paying market value. That's one thing I probably want to kind of hit on a little bit because I think there's segments of Madeira if you look at it. I better I'm going to get in trouble if I don't talk in the mic, so I got to stay a little closer for this. I got, I got you, Drew. Um, but if you're looking at Mike's getting the, dirty looks from the camera, I, 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 <laughs> as he's looking down, he's writing bad notes. He's angry with me. He's going to have to edit a little bit more. But um, so you look at you look at the different spaces and segments in there. You have the Osceola through jeweler section um, of Madeira, and those ones range anywhere from one. 
what 150 to 180 something yeah. like that so you know sales price and obviously as you get closer to jewel or certain treats or, or i don't want to say better than others but certain lots can be better than others right. for sure so it's it's different on each one sidewalks trees all that kind of good stuff then you jump over to the mingo the larger lots that get up to 75 80 feet right. width of width and those ones are commanding probably 200 to 225 yeah would that be right around yeah. there um and then of course the south side uh, Summit Fowler, that little section that's on the what would that be the west side of Miami right there? Yeah, yeah. So you have that that section, which is a little pocket that's written very much demand. Uh, you have a house you're building over on Mayfield right there. And, and what's crazy is those little tiny lots off South Side, the other 50 foot lots, command the highest prices. You talk about people wanting walkability, wanting to be close to the downtown. It's incredible. You look at South Side, and some of the highest prices in Madeira yeah. are on 50 foot lots. It's incredible. Uh, you know, and then you go over to, you know, we're building some stuff on, we're building one on Mingo right now, gorgeous house, great gorgeous house. lot. Sold home, yeah. Great, great street, great neighborhood. And we're building a, a bigger house with a three-car garage, mm-hmm. uh, and we're getting the same prices they're doing for a smaller house on South Side. It's incredible, right? The it's square inc- footage. It's, 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 inc- it's incredible. That's uh, uh, and that, well, you know, that's one of the things that why we, we loved working together in the beginning is because you can offer so much more value cost per square foot than right. a lot of people because we didn't really talk about it, but you you built in the burbs for a long, long right. time. And that was your and then you guys came in because you saw the opportunity and the need for people that, that want a little bit more square footage and that you could utilize your platform and yeah. your your design center your program essentially in the market so and which is which is incredible it's it's it's, the, it's a seamless process which is the beauty of it and we're, we've seen a shift with our buyers i mean our buyers used to all come from yes uh, oakley hyde park downtown they were having families and they come out to the suburbs mm-hmm. and now we're seeing a demand where we still have people want to come out to the suburbs they want the big lot they want the big sure. house and mm-hmm. they want the you know the pool house and the different uh, neighborhood amenities but we've also seen a lot of people who really like we were talking about earlier they want that uh neighborhood that's closer to downtown yeah. they want the little down you know, they want the neighborhood that's the got their own got, everything got up. its own mm-hmm. has its own downtown and what's the uh the uh, little gelato place you were telling me about uh, la, la, right Grasa. There, la Grasa. i always forget the name of it I've, i i i know you know you, you know some people over there but you're you a know, big proponent for, for, of it. for the you're not to plug somebody but those <laughs> of you listening if you haven't been to la Grasa, check it out yes it's, uh I've gotten a coffee there, but no, no gelato. We're, we're, yeah. we, we, we were big Graders fans, uh-huh. uh, and I got to tell you, since he opened up, um, it's 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 rare that you'll find me going to Graders. But yeah, uh, what's well, close by to your house? Because you live just outside yeah, of Madeira. But Graders yeah. is close. It's great. It's, the, he, you know, he makes everything there. Uh-huh. Uh, he's doing a terrific job. The quality is great. Uh, he has an Instagram account. Every Sunday, he has a flavor of the week. Uh-huh. He posts. My son follows it. He's always, Dad, we got to go to Grasa tonight. They have this tonight. Like, um, oh, so you guys, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard it, great things. So you guys got to go over there and check this place it, out. It, it, it's fantastic. But, hey, it, that's that's the beauty of Madeira. He, and all he these makes. Towns, by the way, he. I don't know if you, you haven't had it yet, but the uh-huh. chocolate sorbet. Delicious. I, so I have them. I have in my freezer. My sisters were in town, and every time somebody took a spoonful of it, their initial reaction was, "Wow, really?" Yeah. I'm the type to take my daughter over there. She's you, a sucker for this stuff. Plus, gelato is supposed to be the healthy ice cream, right? To some degree, who knows? Yeah, if it I really think is. I weigh five or six pounds more since it opened. Yeah, it's all right though. Hey, that's good. And then you got Atavola next door, so you can yeah, go Atavola to eat some, you know, yeah. get a pizza, and then going over there, just, just make it a heck it of a Friday night. Yeah. yeah, that's so. That's what we're seeing from everybody. Is is you know, it's funny. We talk to people that work downtown or High Park, wherever they work, and they say, "Hey, Mike, I don't want to go any." further north than Cross County Highway. Yeah. And then sometimes people will say Pfeiffer. Um, but Madeira fits in that little section where you can be off, you know, Kenwood exit right. if you're coming back home. Um, you don't get into the traffic of the next stop up. And that's that's just it. I mean, they want you want all these conveniences and you want, but you still don't want to sacrifice the quality of life and the ability to yeah. go 
and enjoy yourself. I mean, just think outside of Madeira. So right, you've got uh, Etavola, uh-huh. you've got La Grassa, uh-huh. you've got Walgreens, you have CVS, you have mm-hmm. Starbucks, you have Brugers, um, yeah, Ferraris. You've got, you've got sure. Brugers, and you can drop down into Marymount, and you've got the you got a movie theater there. You've yeah. got uh, the Quarter, you've got the Exemplar. You can drop down into Milford, yeah. and you've got. Uh, 20 bricks. I mean, you've got so many different restaurant choices. You've got every convenience you need. You've got the banks there. Mm-hmm. And then you're two miles from the mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. uh, you've got the Kroger's right there. So everything you need. Now you've got the uh, Whole Foods that opened up in the- uh, Oh, yeah. At, uh, yeah. The My wife works right next door there. That, that place is yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about from a Madeira aspect, everything you could possibly ever need- is, is is within two miles. Totally, it, it's incredible. Yeah. It really, and, and that's I think why the draw is. That's why these numbers are saying what they're saying. And, and actually, that's a good segue and, into our next. And okay. Let me just add one other yeah. thing: the Madeira has invested a lot of money in walkability. Yes, and I think that's so. As you drive through Madeira, whether you're if you're on Dawson, if you're on Hasbrook, uh, on all their major arteries, they've been putting in sidewalks. I mean, uh-huh. they've done some projects. I'm I'm still amazed at the sidewalks they put in on Hasbrook. Oh yeah. I mean, it took a lot of work to get those. All in. the infrastructure they put there with the streets and the medians yeah. and that sort of thing. And it, I mean, because that's the dividing line between Madeira and Sigmore Township yeah. right there. It's it's impressive what they've done. And that, that actually is an even better segue into the comprehensive plan, because that's one big thing that's been a change over the past, I think it was August, they actually implemented that. Um, and what it is, if you guys don't know, so Madeira spent a year trying to design a comprehensive plan for the future of the community. So they put this together, and it's on their website, so we encourage you to take a look at it, because it really kind of showcases how much they want to invest, what they want to change. It goes into the commercial district and what they want to have there and how they can make it better than it is today. It goes into the real estate um, side of it where you're looking at teardowns and new builds, how to how to control those to in a, in a way that that is in line with what they want to do, how to uh, incentivize rehabs. Um, we were just talking a little bit about it. You know, one of the things they're pushing, and we had talked to Paul Yankee about the tax abatement side, is trying to incentivize some of the really good homes over there to encourage rehabs over there. And we're all for. I mean, it, you know, anything to improve the area. And really, it's just it's to keep people that are there there, but offer different types of housing stock. So if you're an empty nester and the house that you're living in isn't conducive for your way of life, how can you stay in the community? Right. Or if you want to come in, or you have a family and you want to go to the next notch up in a different type of house. How do you offer that opportunity? So they have changed within that. And I don't know if it's exactly with the comprehensive plan, but they've changed the zoning a bit. So, and I want you to talk a little right. bit about the setbacks. Um, and then also talking about the percentage um, of what you can build. Because I think they're trying to control um, and regulate a little bit about what can be built. And they're getting some input from you as builders because right. they want to make the right decisions. But it's changed things a little bit. Um, so why don't we talk about that? And not, not in a positive or negative way, just to talk about um, being objective as far as what's going on. So I, Madeira, you know, they've been proactive with it and they've been trying to deal with you have two groups of people there's mm-hmm. uh, you have people who want to maintain the 1950s charm of Madeira mm-hmm. and there's the second group that wants to Madeira to evolve and respect the charm respect its heritage uh, and its character but wants to replace dated housing stock sure. and it's tough to be in the middle it's, to try it's to kind tough, of but, tread you know, line. and I you know I think it's the the council, the planning commission, the city manager, mm-hmm. uh, the building department. Everybody's had a tough time because there's a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I've ever been in a community where the people on each side are very forceful and very str- strong-willed in their opinions. Sure, and really, yeah. are not have not been willing to give. But I think Madeira's done a pretty good job balancing sure. that. Um, from our aspect, from a building aspect, they do have a lot coverage ratio, which is. Uh, depending on the district, typically you can only build on about 28% of the lot. So okay. it restricts the size of house you can build, but the plans we've been building actually work out really well for these. Sure. Uh, they've got height requirements, and you know a lot of the old 
50 stock is are their Cape Cods or story and a halfs. Mm -hmm. So they don't want the two stories towering over them. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, our houses in the uh, certain districts are limited in height. Mm -hmm. But then they work with you. Uh, we, we have a neighborhood that uh, treetops, which is uh, in. Sure. Right off we, 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 right have, there. we have one lot, just a w weird situation. It's in a different zoning district. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it's actually in a uh, less restrictive zoning district uh -huh. however it's got a lower height requirement on the roof yeah and so our houses the house next to it will have a higher roof pitch okay because of the different zoning district and they're like well can you uh, fix this please uh -huh. yeah <laughs> so they're 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 looking at that you know they take a lot of time i mean the uh head of the building department is a architect mm -hmm. um so he understands both sides of it he mm -hmm. understands design and everything like that mm -hmm. so I, they're doing. A, I think they're doing a really good job working with both parties, trying to accommodate uh, yeah. their needs. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's it's a hard job, honestly, trying to make sure they take into account what what you're doing, also take account all the residents and be respectful of that. But when it comes down to it, making sure that everything, the the, the end result is something that everybody could be happy with and, and live with, and that's that's the fun part. And, and they are very particular. I mean, your job sites have to be super clean, or you get a call an hour later, which is the beauty of it. I know you're you're, you're very very. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll use the word anal because you like your jobs to be uh, job sites to be very clean, and occasionally contractors don't leave them that way, and you find out after the fact. So that's why I respect you. you're like, hey, no, I got to get on top of this. I, and I, make I, sure. I wish it was only occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's what I they think, wanted to build her though, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's you know, yeah. you're dealing with tight conditions. You have. Uh, Somebody living next door, and yes. uh, you know it's you know it's it's inconvenient to have construction going next door. It is, it is. Uh, we, tr we 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 try to be respectful to the neighbors, and we you know uh, they all have my cell phone number, my brother's cell phone number, and our office number, and our production manager's numbers, and we really. You know, it's it's not a perfect process, but we do try and do the right thing sure. and try and uh, minimize the inconvenience. Exactly. Going back to the comprehensive plan, though, I think you know as you talk about the effect it has, I think neighborhoods that embrace these and do take it and. Well, Madeira is not the easiest place to build, and they do have a lot of rules and regulations. I think the way they go about it mm -hmm. maintains the community over the long period of time. In the end, it makes for a better community because sure. they're being very thoughtful in what they're doing. They're not rushing. You know, some neighborhoods would be thrilled just to have the new construction. Sure. You know, let's just go. Let's let's have the new construction. Get yeah. these houses torn down. And Madeira has been very deliberate in what they're doing, um, and. I think in the end, it makes respected. it a stronger community, and over the next 20, 30 years, uh, will be a better community for it. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. I mean, you drive down, honestly, one of my favorite things about driving down the street in Madeira is that the, the houses nowadays don't all look the exact right. same. You know, we, it, it's funny because you look at some of the suburban communities, and one of the biggest things that we hear day in and day out is, well, they're all cookie cutter, they look right. the same. And then you go into Madeira and Montgomery and High Park, and that's the exact opposite. Um, and part of that is because of the new construction that's been added, yeah. and part of it's because of the 120 to 130 year old houses along with the 50 year old houses yeah. so having that um i don't want to say eclectic but just the charm of the character of each house having its own identity is pretty neat as far as that goes yeah. so you want to you want to add to that as you go through um but no see th this is exactly the kind of stuff we wanted people to hear just because i think when it comes down to building a madeira there's a lot of complexity so i guess as somebody considers to either sell a tear down or really buy a house in Madeira or somewhere else, what specific tips would you possibly give? If somebody's going to go out there and take a look and say, okay, hey, you're going to look at building a house, what should, what should they consider? What should they be thinking through? Well, the first thing, the only thing they should consider is John Henry Holmes. <laughs> I mean, come hey, on. Hey, I mean, exactly. Sure it ends mean. there. Yes, yeah. Um, we'll have I mean, the link look, at the end of this if, for the way if, to go. If, 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 if somebody's got uh -huh. a house to sell and, uh -huh. it's, and it's 
not really a rehab rehab condition, they should call John Henry Holmes. Sure. Yeah. If somebody wants to build a house, and, no. Yeah. Um, in, in all seriousness. <laughs> That's right. It's you true. Know, right? I, I think for somebody selling a house, I think the question for uh. the ultimately is looking at what is the condition of my house? Mm-hmm. Is this house, I mean, if I go in my basement, if I've got cracks, if I've got water, if I've got a original furnace, if I've got roof, a roof that's falling in, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, is my house destroyed? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for that person selling their house, the best thing to do is get an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we can come out, take a look at it, but, uh, you know. That's why we set up our company. Know, right. Yeah, and yeah. There's, there's good advice on they, they can get multiple viewpoints. Sure. Um, you know, what's nice with us is if the house is beyond repair, obviously, mm-hmm. or, and it's not just us with any, you know, um, they don't have to worry about an inspection. Mm-hmm. They get a quick close and they can, uh, yeah. They it's really convenient for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, if their house is in decent condition, there's a lot of remodelers out there yeah. and um, there's a lot of demand for Madeira. Um, yeah, absolutely. At a price point, I think you're going to see more, I think you're actually going to see more remodeling going on there. I think so too. Um, as a price point for new construction is pushed up mm-hmm. uh, for somebody who wants a nice house in Madeira. Remodeling is going to be an attractive option. Sure, sure. It's something to consider and get get opinions and talk so, to people. Yeah, so. in terms of building, I think uh, you know we're the largest builder in Madeira, but there's several others. I, I think we do a great job, and I think it's you want to do your homework in terms of how long the builder mm-hmm. has been in business. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the biggest difference between different builders. A lot of builders have you carry have the customer carry the construction loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do it differently. We uh, customers buy from us. They don't do anything until their final loan so mm-hmm. which makes it a little bit easier but um that's true yeah you know do, who owns the lot you know we uh you know some builders will make the customer buy the lot mm-hmm. um but it really i think for the person looking to do is do your homework talk mm-hmm. to a couple of different builders understand what their specs are absolutely um you know everybody in there i think i know most of the builders there sure um and i think we all do a good job yeah there's um, a, you're, in, you're in good company we're, we're, we're i mean we're in good company it's mm-hmm. really uh Nobody there right now that I would say run, run. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which so, is the, the, and that's what you want. You right. know, want because you want everybody to be elevating the community. As far yeah, as that I goes. mean, I, I think as you go and you know, obviously you've heard different horror stories about uh, mm-hmm. some of the builders, like you know, Montgomery and stuff. That uh, especially in the downturn. But the most important thing is for the person if you're going to build a new house, do the homework, understand yes. uh, who your builder is, how long mm-hmm. they've been in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Do uh, your research and, and, and understand the process. And understand yeah. understand their yeah. process. Because it's, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's a six or eight month um, relationship, if not a couple of years, because it's not like once you finish building, you're, you're gone. You have right. warranty managers and you think, you, things are going to happen. The house is never yeah. perfect, so you're going to have to come back yeah. and take a look. I mean, no, no, no builder's perfect, and uh, you, you can read a lot of good things about builders. You can read a lot of bad things about them. But the main thing, I think, is if you look at builders and you look at staying power, uh-huh. uh People who, in generally, do a good job are mm-hmm. here for long term, and you know it's funny. I, I during the downturn, you saw all the builders that mm-hmm. had all, all all the stories you heard about them. They all they all disappeared. Of course, yeah. a lot of them have reappeared with new names now. Sure, but, sure, uh, yeah, yeah. So you guys have you guys been tried and true and been here we, a long, we, we, long time. We, we've been John Henry Holmes yes. for. Uh, 25 years i've had the same cell phone number uh, uh, it's uh easily uh, yeah. available when you're active on these you're on, you're on the job sites at least once a week going to yeah. take a look at it I and mean, so, you're you're probably more active in madeira than you are in any other community you personally even though you have a yeah. team of a bunch of yeah. people I'm, I'm both john one of the things we do we're both actively involved in the company so you know we try like if customers are in the design center doing their selections we try and pop in and say hello and introduce ourselves uh we try and pop into every closing mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's very rare that one of our customers will not see us at a job site or mm-hmm. see us at some ter- point during the process. We 
love. I mean, we love what we do. It's a lot sure. of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the customers are great, and it's uh, fun to interact with them. And oh. you just like to, you know, it's an exciting time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, first of all, build, you know, building the house is stressful, mm-hmm. but it's exciting. I mean, this is going to be. You know, they're picking their colors, they're picking their countertops, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we built a house when. Uh, um, our daughter, our daughter was just born, and it's kind of funny. Right. I'm looking at it. You just think, you know, we've been in for uh, 12 and a half years, and you just oh, think man, about yeah. all, all, all uh, the, and you know, you just did, and just uh, all, yeah, all the yeah, memories you have in the house, exactly. and all the stories, yeah. and all the, you know, whether it's birthday parties or holidays or family mm-hmm. dinners and Thanksgivings, and you, you, you realize when somebody's, it, yeah. built, you know, so when you're sitting talking to them, this is in front of them, and it's mm-hmm. it's exciting. Yeah, you get to see, you get to see the evolution and kind of how they think they're going to live in the house, and it's never the exact way they think they're going right. to, but they get to love it and enjoy it and make it their own. That's, I mean. I, we're always meeting people when they're building. Most people are looking at you know some kind of crossroads. They're okay. They're they're having kids, um, or their kids are getting older. It's some some change. You know that it's going on in their life, and they're looking to do that. Yeah. Now, two two quick last things. One is if somebody was going to come today and wanted to build a house, how long would it take um, for them to get to the process? Assuming you had a plan and ready to go. So, typically, if we've got a lot and we've got a plan, we're looking at. Uh, about eight months. Eight months. Yeah. Eight months so from start to finish. Build times right now are we've we've had a lot of conversations about this, and I think anybody out there listening, if you've done work in your house or you've tried to get work in your house, I think I hear this every resonate. day, yeah. multiple times during the day. Is we can't get people to show up. We mm-hmm. can't find people for just simple work. People promise to come and don't. So the, the labor market's been tight, and that's yeah. been affecting build times. And that's even for the biggest builders. Uh, I'm on these national surveys and yeah. I get these reports from and it's probably the biggest mm-hmm. frustration for building right now but we're eight, eight months is uh, that's about, about that. right and that, that actually led me into the next question is if somebody doesn't have that much time you obviously have houses you're building right now so you have to try to solve yeah. that problem yeah and yes. so we've been trying so one of the things we've, we've been doing is we've invested a lot of money in quick delivery houses mm-hmm. and we've tried to really anticipate we've got a pretty good feel from talking to our customers mm-hmm. what they're looking for especially in Madeira I mean there's mm-hmm. We, we have a pretty good feel for what people want in the houses. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to keep uh, two or three quick delivery houses at any given time. Yes. So I think we've got three. We have one complete right now in Treetops, and mm-hmm. we've got three going. We've got uh, the one on Mayfield. We've got one on one uh, Thomas. Thomas. And we then we're getting ready to start. We're actually digging one on Ayuka next week, I, I say any day now because yeah. permits just came back, which yeah. is exciting. And then you're finishing up the one on Ningo um, as well. So you yeah. got you have a lot of action going on around there. So and then we just picked up uh, two more sites. So yes, and you know, part of the problem in, uh, when you do the teardowns is you've got there's a lot of upfront work. Yeah. So we're getting the upfront work done now. Even mm-hmm. though we're getting the houses torn down, we're getting the surveys done. Mm-hmm. So it speeds up the time for somebody comes to us and looks at one of our sites. Uh, our our time is a little bit quicker because we've got that work done. Yes, yeah. And I think that's probably what any buyer, if they're getting started, if they have the time to build, start with looking at the lots. See what yeah. streets you like and see what lots you like. Because that's, that's, people will call us and we have uh, the packet of information we can give them, but really the lots where it starts. You know, yeah. the, the floor plan, you can make changes and you can... You can do whatever you want for the most part within the reason of, of the uh, the zoning code, but start with a lot because yeah. a lot you can never change. You can always change some details on the houses. Yeah. So, well, and, this is and awesome. That, and that yeah. we got some great lots right now. You I guys mean, do. That's, you guys do. Those two lots on Jeweler that you just picked up are fantastic. Jeweler, I awesome I, Jeweler, the Thomas, but the, uh, the one on Rita. Rita's I mean, awesome. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. So we're excited about this. So if you are looking to build a house, you owe it, you owe it to yourself to look at John Henry and take a look. Anything else you want to plug while we're here? Well, we got everybody. Uh, no, I just uh, you know, it's, it's fun being here. It's fun talking yeah, about it. This, yeah. I, you know, it's uh, and huh? I guess should we plug La Grassa again? La Grassa, I mean, yeah, know, exactly. Just go out. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you've uh, not been to La Grassa, yes, it's a good idea. Um, the guy who owns it's. A, yeah, I, I grew up with him. He's a, he's a great guy, but he, honestly, he said the product is. 
it's, it's it, fantastic. It's fantastic. Yes, yes. So we'll so. go well, next time. We'll do a, a podcast at Lagrasa. That's and right. Enjoy that stuff. So. <laughs> well, thank you guys awesome. for listening to us, Josh. Thank you so much. Right, this thanks. was fun. You guys, take care. Bye, y'all.